on this episode of the Generation X Files. tribute episode, but still listen to this one, of course. Generation X-Files and that sound or that song that the wonderful Chris LaPlante, did I say it right? Yes. Thank uh, you, my husband, yes, for writing wrote, music. Wrote first, that song gets stuck in my head sometimes, but it's the Generation X-Files, and if that song is playing, then that must mean that this is another spooky, ghostly episode. Yes, Ooh. because it's almost... Almost six months until October. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my half a Halloween, my half Halloween celebration. And because the first day of spring was like just last week, of course, you know, we want to be thinking about Halloween. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Well, because I was talking about this with Dan, the Hallmark Channel or whatever does some bullshit that's like half Christmas. So on the six month anniversary, like anniversary, the six months until Christmas, they'll play like holiday movies all day. So I was like, we should do that for Halloween and ghost stories because that's what I celebrate. Well, how do you know they're not just doing it so that we all remember Lori Laughlin? We'll remember her for going to jail. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for scamming her kids into college. So it's the Generation X Files. It was the ghost that did it, I swear. Uh-huh. It's the Generation X Files, another ghost episode. I'm Dan America. You can find me on my social media accounts. I'm on Twitter at humanamerica.com. I am on Instagram at danamerica.com. What I'm on Instagram at <laughs> Dan America. Why am I saying dark coms? It is early in the morning. I've had like half, half a cup of coffee. You can also find me on Facebook, Dan America. I'm on YouTube on Q103 and the Dan America channel. You can also read my blogs at Q103, Albany.com, and sometimes on Alt1057.com. And I will not be giving weather reports. No, and I'm Tatiana. I also don't give weather reports. Um, <laughs> you can find me. On social media, Rock Girl Tatiana, Twitter, f- Facebook, and Instagram. Sorry, I also am thinking my coffee hasn't kicked in yet. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I know, this is going to be quite the episode. Um, you can find my blogs at Q103Albany.com, Alt1057Albany.com, and you can hear me on air with Q103 Albany's Rock Station and all 1057 Albany's New Alternative. And I'm John. You can find me on Backpage. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in our last- I know all about Backpage. <laughs> I think it's illegal. I, I I don't know that much about Backpage. Depends but on what you good search. Thing, but. <laughs> but I know that in our last episode that was similar to this, it was the Art Bell tribute, and yes. and tribute of Mister Coast to Coast. We 
all told some ghost stories, some personal ghost stories, and we we dabbled a little bit in millennial ghost hunting versus Generation X ghost hunting. But the interesting part about last time's episode is what happened afterward. You know, we, we did our little Ouija board live on the Generation X files. Yeah, that was spooky. Yeah, especially when when your husband knocked the door open oh, God, we <laughs> and ran away. He's such a jerk. I yeah. love him. Oh my God. No, I got home though and it scared me because I get home and I was like in my room or something, I forget, and I hear this huge blast and the Ouija board blew open the doors to the cupboard where I keep it. And it like and then you had just texted me about the name that we looked up on the Ouija board and yeah. it was some like devil or something. And so I literally could not sleep the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced. And, and and sometimes I convince myself that we like summoned a spirit to this studio. Yeah, probably. Because it wasn't just us. Okay, so after that episode, so it wasn't just me, like the, the cabinets blew open, no joke, where the Ouija board was. So I saged the shit out of my apartment. Like you just see me with the sage stick, just like going through all the rooms and and um and then all of right was that when all our podcasts then got deleted after that? Yeah. Yeah. So then all of our podcasts suddenly got deleted after that. And then there was someone else who worked here who was convinced we also got the, st- the studio haunted because they kept seeing someone and had weird shit happen to yeah, them. But, yeah. Wasn't no. it Keisha Renee? Yeah. Yeah. And she said that uh, <laughs> some weird static was coming across yeah, the line no too joke. that she didn't understand. Yeah. So like we, I'm convinced we summoned something. Gilbert Godfrey would just show up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Uh, my God. And, of course, uh, I have convinced myself that I had accidentally possessed our our mannequin head in here. Oh, that thing's creepy enough as it is. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. And that that mannequin head has actually been on some ghost hunting adventures when I used to be an active ghost hunter. Which we still have to do our cemetery episode. We never did that. Yes, we we have to do our cemetery episode. These two uh, crazies want us to go into a cemetery with an an Ouija board. Yeah, I do. Uh, why did you draw, uh, um, drill a hole in the mouth of the? Never mind. No, I did not. <laughs> then it, no, I, I didn't try to personally possess the mannequin head, it, but sometimes I think that it's possessed. I uh, think it is. That thing's just creepy. But you know, it's funny because we talked about ghost stories and stuff last time. You know, it was our Art Bell tribute, so obviously mm-hmm. we stuck to that. But I also felt like it would be, you know, because we are Gen X versus Millennials. Yes. And one of the big things for this generation is not just the ghosts, but um, like the Millennial generation really has taken off with not taken off because it's not a new thing, but paganism, Wiccan, yeah. like it's really. A, a generation that has moved away from traditional religions and that's like if you google literally just google pagan and millennials there's like research articles about it there's news articles it's like an unbelievable thing and I can tell you people I know like I grew up more on the like that kind of side of things and quirky and weird but I know a lot of people like who are like just into that like it's like a fad so it's funny to talk about but it's also a Gen X versus millennial thing so that's also why it's a good topic so for what us. is the difference now because when I was going to school if someone said that they were pagan or wicked and everyone will be like, ooh. Right, like it's a weird, bad thing. And now yeah. it's like people are all about like, oh, paganism, nature. I'm going to have a winter fire and I'm going to do this. And, you know, I'm going to call this season change this instead. And and I don't think they truly understand because I know true pagans who are like live by that way and every yeah. little thing means something. And, and um, you know, I, I just feel like it's almost a fad with the millennials. 
you know. And probably. Because it's a way to move away from organized religion, I feel like. Yeah. It's probably more of like a like a social statement or something. Yeah, right. Everyone else is into, I don't know, what are the kids into these days? The dubstepping or... <laughs> EDM and dubstepping. But even that, it's funny because there is a whole goth EDM scene. I mean, even in Albany, they do X-Humanity every, like, one night a month at the... At, um, Fusebox? Yeah, Fusebox. <laughs> yes, it's like dance and goth. Um, you know, but, but it's yeah, it's interesting because... There's nothing more hilarious than seeing a goth dance, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because we're all ghost people. We did our Art Bell tribute. That's stuff like I truly believe in. But it's funny because you see people walking around with like pentagrams and I'm yeah. like, do you even know what that means? Or like, you know, the, the three mothers and stuff. I'm the symbols. I'm like, do you even know what that is? <laughs> anyway. John, have you experienced any of this new pagan culture? Uh. Not mostly because I don't go outside the house, outside of work. <laughs> I go to work and I go home. Uh, well, you're probably better off. That They haven't tried to recruit you? No. Um, they don't usually try to, but though. No. I've been uh, increasingly getting more requests to put on a red hat more than the pentagram. So. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, how about Dan? Have you noticed anything? Uh, my brother really got into paganism. And, oh, yeah? You know, the whole, like... Referring to the seasons of the, as the different things and yeah. the winter fires and all that business. And I, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting. You know, I'll talk to him about it. It wasn't a fad for him, though. Like, he still does it. He still actively does it. Mm-hmm. And But my brother is older than me, so he's, like, more Gen X than me. Mm-hmm. And he is always complaining the same thing about how nowadays you got these millennials that are just doing it because they think it's cool. Yeah. Or they, th- they want to wear the clothes or the outfits or mm-hmm. something, but they don't want to participate in the actual culture of it right i know yeah. yeah he was crucifying cats before it was trending on <laughs> oh, twitter but oh, <laughs> so last time we all told, told our own personal ghost stories now yes. have we all uh, told all of our ghost stories can you remember if you told every one of your ghost stories i doubt it but i'm trying to remember what stories i told and i, I doubt to, it i tried to suppress a lot of the things that happened, i know like, because it's so childhood. spooky yeah. i did want to ask you though because you had so le- what did you show us the photo did we talk about that last time uh the one from my apartment yeah uh I'm with the person totally in sure. the background did yeah, we talk about that I don't last know if time we ever talked about it but okay or did we just talk about it amongst ourselves i think we may have just talked about it amongst ourselves because that was like a really spooky thing we'll i want to ask if that happened Again. Okay, let's start with that, and then I, I, I'm going to revisit one of mine because okay. I, I had a kind of an epiphany about it. Oh, okay. Or, or, or like a, I thought about it more, and I think that I was in danger of being possessed at some point. Shit. Mm. And I narrowly exca- escaped it. Maybe you are possessed. You don't even know possessed it. I am possessed, and I don't even know it. <laughs> I wish that I was possessed. No, 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 no. I mean, I don't. Or I do. No. <laughs> All right, let's play the creepy music and listen to Johnny's story. Okay, cue the creepy music. I love it. And now, Johnny's story. Does that voice go with this song music? Absolutely. I can sound creepy. Well, how about I'm more like a high pitched? And now, Johnny's story. No, that's more like Ghost of Christmas Past. No, that, 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 that's like Christmas Paul Bear. <laughs> Paul, Paul Bear, the Undertaker's. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, well, it's time oh for our okay, whatever. All right. So, John, you had a ghost in your apartment. You, um, sen- you sent me a photo. Now, I believe your your dog Chance was barking at this ghost. Yes. Correct. Uh, yes. Uh, we actually, it's 
this isn't like the first instance that I've ever noticed. All right, so a little backstory on this. We moved yeah. into an apartment in Albany um, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, I was helping my boyfriend move all the stuff in. And there's this hallway in the uh, apartment that I did not like. And I still don't like it. I don't even like walking through it without lights on or anything like that. Mm. Um, but, uh, and I'm going to go into something later on regarding uh, with lights being on, electronics and everything like that. But, um, so, uh, we were moving everything in. And I just, it, this one hallway is really, really cold. And mm-hmm. I just felt like a, an old lady or an old man. Just something not young. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on, I think this is a little bit close. I'm like talking right <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, and Keenan was like, oh, "You're just, you know, you're full of shit. You know, you're scary, Sherry, all the time. You're always nervous." Scary, and Sherry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, and I'm like, shame, you know. So anyway, um, time goes on, and uh, you hear little things like little footsteps and everything. Like yeah, that, and. Um, and it could be the mice in the walls. I mean, it's we live in Albany, so it's really up to date and code by uh, mm. Albany's uh, <laughs> building inspectors. Um, got glue traps. That's code. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. Um, so anyway, the uh, it's just always a creepy vibe. So anyway, um, Keenan never believed me. He just always thought that you know I always make shit up or. He always says that I have something that always follows me, like that, that, that literally is attached to me. But um, so I used to work 1130 in the morning till eight o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a text at about 645. Uh, I believe it was like a Thursday or Wednesday, the chronological time or it doesn't matter. Uh, um, and uh, he's freaking out. He's like, call me. So I give him a call. He goes, uh, I think. Something's going on with Chance. He's he was playing with his toys. He, at this point, he was like about four months old. Okay, he was about uh, three, four months, and a uh, little lively little pup. And he was in the and at this point, we uh, we live on the fourth floor of uh, this apartment building, mm-hmm. and nobody lives in the apartment next. Well, uh, at that time, nobody lived in the apartment next to us, and uh, and on the other side of the the floor, you know, it's two floor, two apartments on every uh, side. Yeah, of the yeah, apartment. yeah. Okay. So anyway, just to give a ground floor of it. Um, so then Chance is he's running over to the double doors of the living room leading into the dining room, and he stops and he starts crying like whimpering, and then he ran around to the comfy table by Keenan, and he's just looking over there, and he's growling. And then he would, every other, like, 20, 10, 15 seconds, he'd run back over to the double doors, start growling, crying, then barking, and then run back. Keenan starts to freak out because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so Keenan takes a photo, and he sends it to me. And it's a picture of, of Chance, and uh, maybe we could even post the photo just to see if anybody sees anything, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as well. Damn, um, post it on your Instagram. Uh, I can post it. When I post the episode, I'll include it with. That's a good idea. So, uh, so he sends the photo to me, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at it, and I see something. So I took it, I put it on Instagram, but before posting it, you know, I felt messed around with all the filters and everything, and this fucking half face was there. Yeah, dude, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a spooky. Mm-hmm. That's a spooky photo. And Keenan starts, and I send. I shouldn't have because I was not. Oh I no! Was you good. sent it back to him. I didn't didn't you? It's like I, 
per my research. <laughs> uh, I send it back to him. I still had an hour and a half left of my shift to go. He starts freaking out. Like, this is fucked up. This is crazy. He, and uh, But then eventually Chance stopped, and it, I think it just went away. But side note of that, prior to this, months prior to this, and, like, you know, it would be like a reoccurring thing. I'd be in the living room playing my playing Xbox, mm-hmm. and I'd see something in the corner of my eye, and I would always look, and there would be nothing there. But then yeah. whenever I'd be playing again, and I'd look to my left, and I'm like, there's clearly somebody standing there. Right. But anyway... So, yeah, Keenan takes this photo, and I he says he sees, a like, a skeleton face. I see, like, a half of an old lady's face. Mm. But you've seen the photo. Yeah. It's creepy as shit. Um, oh, speaking of, I did want to show you guys a photo. I lied that nothing happened, but I, if I still have it. But it is a creepy photo. I, I see a half face, but I do see the skeleton piece, too. Like, Wait, so, Tatiana, your photo, what is it of? So you have to look at this and tell me if you see anything in it. Jeez, you guys are going to well, finish. Well, I want to finish, but I wanna finish Johnny's story first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I got home, um, looked around me, you know, puff chest, you know, look around. <laughs> what, <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? Uh, and uh, he's like, yeah, I think, uh, I don't think you were bullshitting when you were, because he's like, because he was talking to his friends too at this point. He posted it and like they're like, oh, there's nothing there. And other people are like, holy shit, I see it. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I guess you weren't uh, you weren't being a scary Sherry. <laughs> no, it's like yours is. So I woke up. This is my photo. I woke up one day and this was like right before I went on vacation. So this was maybe two weeks ago. When did I go on vacation? Uh, yeah, about two weeks ago. About two weeks ago. The so I, I woke up and I have, so I was staying at my dad's house. Um, because we were driving to the airport and there, it's just those white, you know, those white curtains you pull down, like not curtains, but the blackout shades or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I look up and this is what I see. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see like in the middle of it, the guy's yeah. face? So Dan, check, like I look up, imagine waking up to this. What the, oh, that's uh And I literally am like. Like all I see, so That's I interesting. so I zoomed in on the face, and it looks like a guy's face with a mustache or something. Yeah, that's creepy as shit. And so I zoomed in on it and took a photo, and like no one oh, else wow. could see it though. I like woke Chris up. I know, check it out. So I woke Chris looks up. Like he's wearing a hat. And I'm like, look at it, look at it, and and I took so many photos because first of all, <laughs> where would that even be coming from? Like, there's nothing reflecting. It's just like some purple purple twinkle lights oh, on a white shade. Like, well, where would that even be coming from? Like, that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. Like, I literally was like, I'm fuck. And it was so funny because, like, before that, I had started doing, like, my meditations and stuff again. And I was like, I swear to God, I'm possessed. Like, so I'm like, this is either a good or a bad omen because I'm flying <laughs> oh, on a plane tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> either it's a guardian angel or I am going to be like, it's the devil and I'm doomed. Yeah, I'm Your good. guardian angel has a very nice mustache. I know, right? Like, yeah. isn't that bizarre, though? And I was like, <laughs> and no one else could see it. I was trying to get Chris. To, like, I woke him up to look. And it was, like, so fucking bizarre. I took photos of it. I almost expected it not to show up in the photos holy shit when did burt reynolds die no <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like right yeah. and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> that's bizarre <laughs> bizarre shit i'm trying to find the photo well, that we had i haven't had any recent ghost stories but like i said i, I had thought about something i saw something on the internet and it was one of those uh questionnaire things so you know those posts where it's just a question and everybody answers mm-hmm. and the question was what the ghost how do you feel when there's a ghost in the room 
And I always think that everyone's full of shit whenever I see their answers because everyone is so quick to go to the sixth sense yeah. thing. And they're like, oh, the, oh, oh, yeah, there's a chill in the hair and my, my, my hair stands up. It's like, no, that, that's not what it's like. I know what it's like. You feel intoxicated. You, you feel overwhelmed. It's like something's alienating you. It's like, it's like something is trying to get into your head. Mm. You, you feel disorientated. You feel lightheaded. Disoriented? Do, yes, disoriented. Thank you. Uh, you, you feel lightheaded. You almost feel a little bit nauseous. And going back to one of my ghost stories, I don't know if I told you guys the one where we went to go see the, the murder house. Yeah. Yeah, so... We, me and a couple of friends, we went to go see the murder house. And mm. apparently if you park your car in front of this house, uh, the ghost starts rocking your car or, or you'll see like a handprint form on your mm. car window or something. So we went there and nothing, nothing happened. But I, I definitely got the feeling, you know, the intoxicating feeling. But I feel like my thing is with ghost stuff, and this is generally my experience stuff happens when you don't expect it like for oh, me yeah. it's like well that's what i'm getting this is what like, i'm getting at it's the yeah. continuation of this yeah you cut me off there a little tea sorry oh wait no no yeah all right whatever <laughs> so anyway i remember i said later that night when i was asleep i had a dream that i was back in front of the murder house okay and i was walking away from the murder house and there was all these people in colonial attire telling me that they wanted to tell me something and to stop. And I, the only thing that I was thinking of in the dream is, no, the murder house is back there. I want to get away from the murder house. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to mm. know what you people have to tell me. And then eventually I woke up and I had a really bad stomach ache and I could hear someone humming downstairs. Jesus. And mm. I thought that somebody, my, my brother and my sister were downstairs watching TV at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And, uh, but my stomach really hurts. So I went to the bathroom and, I went and it was just you know it was it was painful diarrhea. Let's call it that. Oh, ow! Not going to candy coat it. It was painful diarrhea. But after I was done going, I, I go back out into the hallway, and maybe you were just sick and delusional. <laughs> that no, happens no, 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 when people no. get a fever; they get delusions. Did you say candy coated diarrhea? Yeah, no, no. I candy coated the di. Okay, maybe I did. So <laughs> when I went back into the hallway uh, where I was hearing the music. And seeing like the the glow of the TV, mm -hmm. th there was nothing. And I went down there, and there was no one down there. Uh, everyone was in their designated rooms. And you didn't have a fever. I did not right. have a fever. Because sometimes when people get fevers, high fevers, they get delusional, However, they hallucinate. I'm starting to think that perhaps because what makes no sense about the dream uh -huh. is that the is that the murder house apparently the murder took place in like the 50s to 60 or, or the 60s. So mm -hmm. why would people in colonial type? clothes be telling me that they want to tell me something in the dream maybe there's something else exactly mm -hmm. and that's why i think that i was almost possessed and i shit it out hmm. <laughs> i don't know if it works like that wait wasn't that the day i gave you that edible no, no. <laughs> this, oh. this was years before i met you <laughs> i think our audience is going to start to believe we don't believe in this stuff <laughs> yeah we're joking about it too much we're all going to be possessed tonight oh, 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 great i'm going to have another Candy di candy coated diarrhea. <laughs> You're just saying we have another kid. No. <laughs> uh, so oh, wait, wait. So that's not a credible thing. You never heard about someone getting possessed and you know going to the bathroom and they're not possessed anymore. No, I mean I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not an. Uh, it may sound. Uh, it may sound silly, I'm but I'm not a DWI lawyer. <laughs> no, 
It may sound silly, but it makes some sense to me because whenever people talk about demons and possession, well, they excrete them somehow, right? They vomit and they stuff, you know. So it does make sense, I guess, in that way. Sulfur, whole egg, right? (laughs) I mean, I saw the Exorcist; she vomited pea soup everywhere. Do do, do you have a a scary story that you didn't tell in the art bell? Well, I just feel like. I feel like, well, I had that freaking thing I woke okay, up to yes, above my yes. head, yes. but it's, but it's funny. Cause I do feel like, like I said that a lot of the times and I'm like, I'm on this website right now, right? Haunted history trail of New York. Have you heard of that? Yeah. So, so it actually looks cool because it's all the buildings that are supposed to be haunted and you can go by region and, well, it's like and what I wanted to do also in this episode yeah. is, is tell other people's ghost and, stories. And so I like, to me, it's really cool because I like totally love that kind of stuff but I feel like a lot of the stuff that happens is not where you expect it like you don't walk into yeah. like an old building or pharmacy and there's you know because think about it right all of these haunted places that are tourist places there's like hundreds of thousands of people that walk through all the time yeah. what are the odds that a ghost is going to haunt every single one of them yeah. I feel like most of the time for me when I've had stuff happen it's like when I don't expect it at all you know um Ooh, you know and what? it's usually related to like family, like I'll hear a dead family member or I'll see a dead family member, something like that. I actually you know? have a new ghost story Ooh, that happened uh, because we did the Art Bell mm-hmm. tribute like a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was before the summer. Yeah. And I actually have a recent ghost story. I was at the Adirondack uh, Museum mm-hmm. and Park and they have like these really old houses there. Okay. And then they're, they're like uh, watchtower houses or like, you know, old Adirondack style houses from mm-hmm. whenever. Mm-hmm. And everything's fine. You know, it, it's a it's a museum and kind of like a, a park, like a public park. Okay. But anyway, and they have, the, they have all these exhibits. But going back to the old houses, the old houses had these steps that went up to them. Well, like like a lot of steps mm-hmm. you know, and the steps were made of uh stone and or concrete or whatever yeah but i remember i walked and i stood on one of the old steps and th- that were the original steps from when the from when the people actually occupied the houses mm-hmm. and all of a sudden i got the feeling you know it, it was that intoxicating oh yeah feeling i don't like that it creeps me out and, and i start looking around and it's like oh great this is haunted yeah and so i started looking at the house and sometimes like i said before like when i was in the house in red hook ghosts tell me their story yeah and so i'm looking at this house for and I, it's uphill ways and i'm at the bottom of the stairs yeah that led to the house and all of a sudden i just had like kind of like this vision or this feeling of someone being thrown from the balcony mm, i feel like i've wait is that new what because you've had that no that's a different thing i'm reading thinking about not reading wait that's new yeah that you had this vision of someone being thrown from a balcony yep. hmm. I, I, i've never had the actual like vision of mm-hmm. what happened before yeah it, it, it's always been like these jerk ghosts wanting to tell me things yeah that's weird. That was like a weird memory that just made me remember something. Um, how about the idea of like, like instead of like people being possessed, do you guys feel like land or like houses? Like yeah. Not yeah. just houses, but you know what I mean? Like things can become like toxic. There's a, there's a place actually in Albany. It's uh, the Ten Brock Mansion. Okay. Oh, I wonder if that's on this thing. You really, I mean. The Haunted I went History there, Trails. I went there with uh, a friend of mine who... Um, I brought him there because I knew that he was like sensitive to shit like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we've always had conversations. He's he's a bit um 
uh, anyway, yeah, he's a bit sensitive to that stuff. So I was like, let's go to the Ten Brock Mansion. Like, you know, we were just hanging out. He was up from the city that weekend. And uh, he goes, uh, all right. So we went there. In Ten Brock Mansion, it's, uh, uh, it's an old... It's an old mansion that's been there for for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Tembrock, um, I'm not sure. You, I'm I don't know the really the history of the mansion. I just know that uh, I don't know. It may have been the Dutch or whatever uh, that lived there, but they had slaves there. Um, and if you look at the trees that live that uh, live uh, that have grown on that land, yeah, it's all gnarled. That's what I mean. Like, They're yeah. All, like, but he, when we got onto the land, he started like, ha- like, kind of having. Like, panic attack like yeah anxiety. It's like there's a lot of death here there's a lot you of you feel it yeah it's yeah. like like look at like and I, I we didn't talk about anything we were just saying yeah. let's go walk around albany and shit like that and uh so we went there and um and they do tours every halloween okay I, i've heard about that you know yeah um so we went there he says there's so much blood on this land right in here and it's literally on this land and across the street there's like an old dilapidated, like looks like farmhouse or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's really, really weird that yeah. it's in the middle of apartments. Yeah, uh, he goes. People were murdered in there. Uh, people were raped in there. Like this was like this was like a a fucking catch all of bad shit. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. But the Tembrock Mansion. He was saying that he's like they would. He's like I'm literally just seeing people having fun, hanging people and mm. stabbing people, and I just feel so much blood. And he's like. We got looking at the trees. He goes, this is all being gnarled up with evil and just horrible and that, history. And that's the thing. It's like, I feel like we talk so much about ghost stories, like things we see or it happened, but I feel like that's a big piece of it too. Like, it's almost, so I have to say, so this family, remember I told you I have issues with my family and I can't talk about it too much, obviously mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. air, but. They're werewolves. You know, no, <laughs> no, they're just fucking bad people. But, but I do, it's funny because. You know, I was so close with them for so much of my life, and now they they really are awful people. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's become like toxic is the only word. But then we have this this beautiful piece of family land that my great you know I I talk about seeing my great grandfather a lot after he died, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of my ghost stories where things related to him and this family land. And it's almost like now, you know, it feels toxic. Like the land when I go back there, it feels like it's decomposing. Like the yeah. house is like more like mildewy like it just feel like there's no way to explain it but it just you know it used to be if i showed you pictures there was flowers everywhere the trees were blooming like the pond was beautiful and now it just it feels like yeah decomposition you know you go there and it it looks like it like cold and just fucking like mildewy and empty yeah and i'm like so to me it's almost like i'm like you feel like that where there's such a spiritual piece of land and that's where I, that's the same exact place where I've had a lot of spiritual experiences there where before my uncle died, I talked about the story in the last one, we saw the guy in white. So my mm-hmm. uncle two summers ago now died suddenly there on 4th of July weekend. And the week before we saw a man in white walking up the driveway to the house right. that just disappeared. Yeah. I've had like a lot, you know, my great grandfather who bought the land after World War II, you know, he, I always see him there and, and now he's gone. La- the last couple of times I've seen him in my mind, it's, he's like trapped behind the glass door. Ooh. And, um, you know, now that hasn't happened. So I'm hoping he kind of moved on or something, but it's almost yeah. like it's, it, the place is like, you know, when you watch those like time-lapse videos of something decomposing, like that's what it feels like Ooh, when you yeah. go there. And I'm almost like, it, it just feels like talk, like evil, you know? And I tell my parents that where I'm like, I don't even want to be like, just involved with this yeah. because you feel like it's like haunted, like right. it's evil, you know? And, and so it's like, I feel like we talk so much about like 
people being possessed or our own ghost experiences, but I feel like that's a thing too, yeah. you know? Yeah, whole, I mean, that, that's the thing, like, with my mom's house, like, growing up, it was always, like, it felt, like, it, the house was, like, pulsating, like a heart. Mm-hmm. But now, like, you know, the more you go there, like, recently, it just kind of feels like bones. Yeah. Like, it just yeah. feels like... Well, I've been to your your mom's house. I, uh, like I said in the last episode, that your, your basement's creepy, John. Yeah, your no. mom's basement, and it could creepy. be the radon. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it's because uh, it's like she kept so much from your family and down there. And I didn't tell you anything about my mom's house before yeah. bringing you there. Uh, and that was like my that was my yeah. like my like my inner self being like okay he's gonna experience this shit <laughs> like, that that's always the catch with me whenever somebody wants me to go and investigate something they tell me nothing about it that's and we, where and we, we should go investigate and we didn't my even, family land and we didn't even investigate we were going there for like you'd do that to me wouldn't you yeah <laughs> we went to my mom's house to get like some rope ties and stuff like that side note never mind <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no uh, we were like moving something we needed like strap downs or something and. We didn't talk about my, we've never talked about my parents' house or anything like that. Um, and this, I think this is when we were living together at Valley View. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we went there and I remember, I remember telling my mom after the fact that you went there and everything like that. Uh, and that's when I was able to confirm Mary Horgan. Uh, mm. When you were saying that, you, that you, there was an, like an old lady in the, in the attic. Yeah. And you said it was like, her name was like Mary or Maria or something like that. Not Maria. No, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, my mom was like, we never told you about any of that. Like, yeah. So yeah. it's like the, creepy shit. Oh God, I just got chills from remembering what I saw. Because I remember I, I was waiting out in the car and I was looking up to the second floor of your mom's house. And remember I said, well, why was the window open up there? And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's never been open. Mm. I was like, dude, the, the window was open. I saw the, the, the wind blowing the curtain. Yeah. And you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, what about the woman? <laughs> What's, yeah. in the box? <laughs> <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Yeah, uh, this is why people don't usually take me places. Uh, I mean, to, to take uh, the, the story I was just telling yeah. about the Adirondack Muse- Museum, for example, I'll, I'll just be walking and I, and I stepped on those steps and yeah. I didn't even know that, that that those were the original steps until I got a little bit further and read the read the. The, the the plaque or whatever that says yeah. these are the original says but like that happens to me just all of a sudden boom but I feel like it's not that different and, I, and like my husband and I talk about this where you know I truly believe that if you put a name on it or not I think everyone's got their differences and you know in terms of what they can do or what they're sensitive to but you know it's no different than with humans right like if I and it's funny because working in mental health like you know, I have an intuition and obviously I, I have like an objective, I have an evaluation and assessment I do, but you also like in a lot of psychiatrists I work with will tell you, you also go like you have a gut feeling, you know, you yeah. have instincts and it's funny because like I was in the grocery store and so I'm very heightened with that because that's my job, you know, but it's funny, like I was in the grocery store the other day and I was in line paying for, ready to pay for my groceries and there was a guy behind me in line. And every hair stood up on me and I felt so uncomfortable to the point where I kind of kept like 
moving forward for, for no what the guy yeah. was just standing there for yeah. what reason yeah. but it's like i think we're all as humans sensitive to different things in this life or after this life or whatever it may be so it's funny with the ghost stories because i pe- feel like some people like don't you know people close their eyes or they're blind to it but yeah. it's a very real thing i think we we in general we have intuition for a reason like where does that come from right you know and i think we're sensitive and we have these intuitions and these instincts in life and then to things after that because right if you think about it too even after we die, you know, you look at the universe. We don't know anything about the universe. No. We don't know, you know. And, you know, when you think about science, like matter is neither created nor destroyed. Yeah, like our body's gone. But what happens to everything else and our spirit and, you know what I mean? And I, I think that it's like, it's all logical stuff, even though people think it's illogical. I think it's illogical when you, you know, have hallucinations or delusions. But, yeah. you know, I think in general, people have these intuitions. And like you said, your friend's more sensitive to one thing or another. I think mm-hmm. that's a very real thing, you know. And um, one thing that I think is kind of crazy is like the fact that we never really like we you catch things like you catch a voice on an EVP, yeah. you catch yeah. like a, yeah. a mist or something on cameras or something like that. But it's always interesting, unless it's like a poltergeist or something like yeah. that, that's throwing a goddamn teapot across the street, across <laughs> uh, the room. Um, I wonder if like electronics and electricity and stuff like that kind of uses that as a deterrent to like. When you see something at night and you have the all the lights are off yeah. and you turn it on, it's fucking gone. See, I com- I'm convinced that no, I I am actually believe that, and I'm convinced I'm haunted through lights. And my husband jokes with me about this, like I joke with him, but it's a real thing. Like anytime I. And that's something I've noticed for years and years that I pay more attention when I have that. And I joke with my husband that I'm like, I feel death. I don't know what it is. I really feel it's just that feeling like you were describing yeah. where you feel like that disorientate, like just kind of. And. And to the point where sometimes I almost feel like I'm going to have like deja vu, like that kind of feeling before you have deja vu and I start to get lightheaded. I have to, you know, and but lights will turn off and it's happened my entire life. Like even street lights, like I'll feel like I'll start to feel that way and I'll drive by a street light and it turns off and the next one turns off. And, you know, I joke with my husband all the time that I'm haunted through technology, but I truly believe that that's <laughs> a thing. I mean, I, I don't know any other explanation. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but it's creepy. It is. It's really creepy. And it's always lights with me, always technology where or lights will turn off or a computer will shut down or a light will turn off. And and it's not like a fulfillment of prophecy where it's like, I'm thinking this is going to happen. So it happens. It's like it happens. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck again? Right. You know, what yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> like, there's a well, there's like there's like I wish we had like the time and the money to like go around to different places and like yeah. do like little investigations. And yeah, stuff like that. I know because um, there's this one place down in I think it's North Carolina. Um, it's called like the devil's circle or something. Mm. It's like this circle of land where nothing grows. And there's like this folklore about it, about the devil comes every night. Yeah. And then he just walks in a circle. I don't I mean, yeah. I don't know. But um, people that go there to do like investigations can only stay there for about an hour or two. Oh, and then they have to like leave. Cause Why? They, they, I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like they get this like overwhelming feeling like something's going to happen. Something bad's yeah. happening or like they feel like something's actually there. Um, let me let me look it up. Are we taking oh, a work okay. trip to North Carolina now? <laughs> uh, all right, no. But uh, I got another. I got another one worse, and then like a dream that happened to me recently. It, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, so I, I explained to you in the Art Bell episode about the how my grandfather w- would haunt me and yes, stuff shortly yeah. after his death, and the dreams had stopped when uh my grandmother passed. Mm-hmm. And that goes with my whole like uh, theory of he was just waiting for her 
so that he could pass on with her because yeah. that was their dynamic when they were alive. Yeah. So my my aunt and her kids kind of like took over the took over the house. Mm-hmm. And just recently I had this dream where I was in the front yard of my grandparents' house and it looked like the, the candy room in Willy Wonka. And the the most the creepiest part was so I'm standing in the front lawn and everything's colorful and bright. Yeah. And the and the flowers look like they're edible. But then there was like this speaker that was piped in through the ground and it was actually playing the song. But it, the it, Candyman song? No, the oh. come with me and Party you'll me. be in a ah. world. And to tell you the truth, I have not been to to that house since uh the last time I saw my grandmother. Mm. Can we go? No, my uh, I I don't think the occupants would uh would, would approve of our presence there. <laughs> they're 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 uh uh. Well, let's not talk about my family. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's save our red hat discussions for after this. Fucking oh, progressives. Oh my god, so. Ray. <laughs> like I feel like we. Let me guess. Eastern European. Eastern European. Eastern European. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a triangle. Oh man. Oh god. Maybe that has something to do with it. Do you feel do you think that like different like Well, so I actually cultures or ethnicities are more All right. Well, yeah, because no, I mean, I think it's funny with a couple things. I mean, I think and this is a real thing, you know, Eastern European cultures are a certain way. Obviously, every culture is different, but it's funny that we're talking about this in general because so my family, part of my family was actually gypsies in Ukraine. And mm-hmm. so I so I do have more of a pagan background with that and a lot more traditional like like in June there's um there's a whole ritual of Kupala that's done for like marriage and fertility and you you know you jump over a fire and if you you hold hands and if you um if you break hands, then you're not meant to be. And there's a lot of like rituals like that. I mean, even built into the religion of Ukrainian, you know, our Ukrainian religion, you know, for in the fall, you go in the fall and then Easter, but in the fall, you go bless baskets for your harvest. And so you bring a basket of things to the church and they bless it for your harvest. So there's a lot of religion and pagan that's kind of mixed in. And part of my family was from a gypsy background. So I grew up very much in that way. Um, you know, my mom still does like winter fire. She's very big on all of that. And, and very much like I grew up in that way. Um, to the point where it got me in trouble at school because I started a witch club in fifth grade (laughs) (laughs) and it was not good. It didn't, it wasn't good at school. They didn't agree with it. Um, how dare she start a witch club? (laughs) But it's funny because I feel like the other aspect of Eastern European culture though, is there is a lot of that, but then you have the other aspect and this is me speaking as an Eastern European person. And just in general, when you look at true cultures where it is more of a closed off, you know, they don't agree with mental health and things like that. And, and, not progressive in any way and, yeah. and very strict and um, patriarchal, you know, so it is a cultural thing. I think I can say that being part of that culture. <laughs> well, John, did you get your research finished? Oh, it's called the devil's tramping ground. It's in that devil's tramp. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hole in the wall. No. <laughs> uh, it's in Bear Creek, North Carolina. Um, it's literally a circle. That uh, there's like it's like a fire pit in the middle, and there's no vegetation that can grow at all in this circle. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, people try to stay there for the night and camping and stuff like that, and uh, they're usually chased out of there. Oh, th- that reminds me of something that I read recently about. Uh, I think it was North. It was either there, North Carolina or West Virginia. Mm-hmm. It, it's a bridge. Did you hear about this one of Madison County? No, <laughs> I don't know. But anything with a haunted and a bridge scares me because what if you're walking over and it just collapses? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. You got a point there. Mm-mm. That that reminds me of my dead man's tunnel story. That was my first like paranormal experience. What's that? Did we talk about that? Yeah, we talked about it. It's the tunnel in Pennsylvania where allegedly during the construction of it, a lot of the workers fell into t- fell into the cement. Uh and the guy told the guy that introduced it to me said that, you know, it's very creepy in there, it's always cold in there, you know, and like it was a rite of passage to mm. make everyone run through the tunnel and see and see if they can make it or because a lot, apparently a lot of people turn before they get to the middle of the tunnel and I, I walked through the tunnel and of course like as soon as I got to the middle I felt like I felt drunk I felt high mm. I almost it's probably the lack of oxygen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and then, like, uh, we made it through the tunnel, but uh, as as I'm about to exit the tunnel, mm-hmm. I heard a whisper. That's creepy. It was just like, I, I couldn't make out what the whisper said, but it was definitely just you know, like a... Mm-hmm. There's actually... Um, there's a lot of things I think we should do during this summer, but... Uh, yeah, I know. I'm like... There's this one... Pl- well, I went to... This, um, I went to elementary school um in saint mary's in waterford uh i don't know if it's called that anymore but um the uh neck you know the school would be on one side of the street and then uh across the street there was a uh, gymnasium and uh but there was like a weird back room to this gymnasium uh and there was a hallway leading towards it and i remember we were all you know like in third and fourth and fifth grade always always going back there and just looking at it. No one ever went down it. But I remember this one time we were looking down the hallway and all of a sudden, like, the mop, I remember there was a mop propped up against the wall, uh-huh. like, like at an angle, and then it just went from the, you know, the handle at the top, yeah. touching the wall, falling over forward. Nothing moving. I mean, I don't know if something moved or anything, right? Yeah. whatever like it's that. It's so creepy but when stuff like, like that happens. And, like, as we talk more about things, it's just like, like that just, I, yeah. I wouldn't even never remembered that. Right. Know? It's just, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, it's creepy. Like I think land, uh, especially blood soaked land mm. uh, is mm-hmm. terrifying. This is why you don't yeah. see, I would love to go to like mental asylums and go to like the mortuary and the infirmary area. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, I mean, I don't really care about going to the rooms. See, it's funny though for me because like, I feel like mental asylums don't, and this is just my own self, like because I because I work in mental health and I'm always so sensitive to that in real life anyway. Like I, I don't really any mental asylum I've been to, it's nothing out of the ordinary for me. I'm you not, know what I'm I mean? I'm not saying like the good ones. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, I'm no, I know. About you know, you found crates of Bayer. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, no. I I have worked with so many many bad like I don't want to say bad people in terms of people with mental health are not bad people. I've worked with criminals. I've worked with rapists. Right. I've worked with you know murderers, things like that. And so I have worked with that type of thing. But it's so honestly, it's like stuff like that almost isn't out of the ordinary to me. So it's it's weird because when I go to when I go to like scary places. That doesn't spook me. It's the places no. that I don't expect it, yeah. you know? And that's like, yeah, you yeah. know, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I mean like the the hospitals that, 
the uh, the bad people were running it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Like, That's what I mean. Like, like the Arkhams. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take both your arms and switch them with your legs. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's, because I would like to go like, I would also want to go to like New Orleans or like Louis. Uh, oh, I love. See, that's New Orleans. I love, and that's like I've done a ghost tour down there, and I've walked through the cemeteries. But like to me, it's like going to like the, not the touristy stuff. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. I want to go to like others. You know, outside of Louisiana. Yeah. Like, like the top and bottom, like the west and mm-hmm. uh, all parts of like West uh, Louisiana. I yeah. want to go to the where a lot of bad shit happened. I want to go to like, and do where, research. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just see like not even just Louisiana, like uh, even the surrounding. Yeah, because there's a lot of places in Texas that are creepy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's funny because there's so many creepy places, and I feel like no matter what you do, people will try to debunk it. Yeah. But yeah. but I will say, and it, it just always stuck with me. At the hospital where I work, I remember during orientation, they had the chaplain come, the head chaplain of the hospital system come talk to us during orientation. And and he doesn't talk religion. You know, he's a chaplain, so he's non-denominational, but he's very spiritual. And and one of the things he was like perseverative on and drilled into our heads was the idea that there is other, you know, like people heal, right? Medically, we know that people heal, but why? Like, why does that happen? Like, there's stuff outside of us. And, you know, he's very big on an afterlife and whatever it might be as well. And so it's funny because, like, I was just thinking about that when you were saying I want to go to these places. And I feel like if no matter what research you do, there's always going to be people who try to debunk it. But the reality is there is other, you know what I mean? Like, there is. And, and, And that always stuck with me, like, with the chaplain saying that. Like, yeah, we can explain with science how the body heals, but why? Right. Why does that happen? You know what I mean? Like, why do we, why does this happen or this happen? And, you know, and, and, um, yeah, it's really interesting to me. Like, I'm not going to, like, compile it in data. Uh, no, data but just for your own, just, you know. I just want to see some Exactly. Some fucked up for shit. your own self, <laughs> yeah. I just want to see somebody covered in blood screaming which, in a hallway. Which is great <laughs> until you go home and the Ouija board blows your cupboard open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, that's creepy. I, oh, it was so scary. I want to do another Ouija board. I know, me too. Oh. We're going to do it. I'll, well, after. What? No, keep going. You're trying to scare me again, no, I'm not. aren't you? We're crucifying a cat tonight. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I love cats. Upside down. No. Well, speaking of creepy places to visit, I've been. Have we all been to Salem? No, I know. I've never. I've been, been to Salem, and that's what's interesting to me about how I brought up the whole the millennial and Gen X thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. have you noticed? I've noticed in the past couple of years, Salem with the millennial generation has become such a huge trend. Yeah, like people. Yeah. I know people who are like truly like you know, pagans and stuff that they won't go there during the Halloween season because it's all tourists. Yeah, and it's that's so when crazy. I went. And yeah. it, it was crowded with tourists. And, and there's people just like hanging out in the cemetery like yeah. it's a park. Yeah. And I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the real cemetery. It's probably not. I, I, I doubt it because I, I was in that cemetery and it felt like a park. But what, what was weird about my trips to Salem is... One of the years, uh, we were just, me and my friends were just chilling out on the side, watching the whole parade of people in costumes walk around, and there was some, these people across from us snapping pictures of the, of the church that we were standing in front of, and the guy walks up to me with his digital camera, and he says, you're crawling with orbs. And my response to him. You and the orbs. My, my response to him was like, oh, God damn it, not again. <laughs> <laughs> what, what that happens to me? The, 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 Don't slut shame me. Yeah, I was just like, oh come on. And the guy was, but the guy was like very serious. He's like, no. He's like, 
And the guy's looking at me like, why aren't you like freaked out or anything? And I'm just like, dude, this happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, I wasn't I wasn't being sarcastic or anything. I've been on one too many little ghost hunting trips where the guy with the digital camera snapping things and I could see the orbs without having to look at the, the, the little box on the camera. Right. Oh, like I see them in the flash when he takes the picture. Right. And that's what I do. I, I really don't like. Um, not to say I don't like researchers and shit like that that do a lot of paranormal stuff, but it's just like I, you're only doing it just to get evidence, and then so you can be like, I found this. Yeah, I. Uh, then, I mean, I mean that's cool and everything, but like, I want to go to like these haunted areas and stuff like that, just with like a just close, experience just it, just with like a yeah. close knit group. Yeah. And be like, mm-hmm. holy shit, I experienced that. But that's what upsets me yeah. about millennial ghost like, hunters. Like, not for publicity. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because millennial ghost hunters, they go out and they want to be famous for it. They want people to, like, look at them and be like, yeah. oh, look at you. You're a ghost well, hunter. Well, see, it's, it's funny because I have, I know someone who was a ghost hunter and didn't do it for that reason. Yeah. Like, he was a legitimate, like, because I've actually talked to him about, like, trying to, because you can just record on your phone as yeah. long as you can pull the sound files out. You know what I mean? Right. But, but, uh. You know, it is funny because there are the people who do it legitimately, and then there's the ones who are like, "I want to get famous. I want to be on yeah. whatever channel it is on TV." That, right? I'm like, "Oh my god!" And those people give it a bad name. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They just ruin it. Yeah. But that's what upsets me because, well, Gen Xers like if there was a haunted place, yeah. Or something like that. You, you went for the genuine experience, right? Exactly. You, you didn't go so that you could tell everyone about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were the scenarios where it was just, you know, people wandering around or or just like wandering yeah. around a park or wandering around the yeah. woods and they experienced something supernatural that mm-hmm. they weren't expecting to happen. Yeah. But they didn't take selfies about it. Exactly. Yeah. Or photos. Though I'm guilty because I took a photo of my shade. <laughs> well, well it, it, the modern technology is convenient so that you yeah. can capture it so that you know that you're not crazy. Yeah. So in other words, in Generation X time, everyone thought that there are a bunch of crazies. Yeah. But now in millennial time, because we have a phone that can take pictures, all of a sudden we're not as crazy anymore, are we? No. <laughs> uh, I fail to see the irony in this. <laughs> I, you know... See, I don't know, because I feel like in the millennial generation, like, yeah, you can take photos and stuff, but then there's also the people who do bunk that are like, oh, that's photoshopped. You are crazy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, that's photoshopped. That's fake. Or you did this or this. And that is crazy. Okay. Now, here's a good question. If if I can be the pessimist for a minute. So one of the big complaints that I always have about ghosts is why aren't there any new ghosts? Why are they always these old things? So... Now I have a theory about that, and that is, do you think that as time has gone on because of technology, because of how fast we can get information to people, that there are less ghosts? Oh, my God, whoever that was just creeped me out. I was going to say somebody will. Bye. Yeah, yeah, into the queue. <laughs> oh, that, that was Richards. But anyway, so do you think that because of the way that uh, – we, we get information faster. Do you think that there are less ghosts because when people die, they know that they're dead and they need to pass on? Well, I don't know, man. I think any people dying now are probably like, F all these millennials. Well, no, no, back. seriously. If you think about it, <laughs> if you think about it, the most haunted places are like battlefields and, mm-hmm. pl- and places where a lot of blood was spilled, where people were ripped yeah. from their lives just like that. Yeah. Was it? Uh, 
Shit, hold on. I'm gonna and uh, and like uh, another place where that is like popular haunted uh, place that I don't want to go to is a quarantine. Oh yeah, no. You don't want to go to the me- measles quarantine and and uh, I, don't I think get- it's like Staten Island or something. <laughs> I don't want to get measles. Well, I, I think back then it was like tuberculosis, right? It Long was Island. a quarantine. It's it, it's not it's not still a quarantine. They don't they don't have like measles patients. You or, know how long yeah. germs last? Look, the, <laughs> it's like those horror movies look, where it's everybody like everybody knows where the something anti- defrosts and a germ that's like millions yeah. of years nowadays, old comes back to nowadays, life. Nowadays, everybody knows where the anti-vaxxers are because they won't shut their goddamn mouth. Holy shit, could you imagine? Well, it's wherever the measles outbreaks are, that's where the anti-vaxxers are. Could you imagine if there was anything that was thrown up into the like the polar caps by scientists? I know. And now all, everything that's melting, melting gonna is going to expose and we're going to... We're be- we're due. I'm convinced we're due for one, man. We had the Black Plague. We had the Spanish influenza of 1918. There's got to be something. Now we have Ebola on and off, but not as bad. And the Kardashians keep having kids. I know. So we're like due for something. Yeah. Some sort of plague. here. <laughs> <laughs> the population's too high. There's going to be something. So you're convinced that something bad is going to happen soon. Uh, I mean, not about soon. I think it's inevitable. The end is not nigh. So I need to like stick around you to see if the lights flicker, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. But so back to what I was saying. So what do you think about my whole theory of why? Well, have you experienced new ghosts? I mean, family members. Yeah. There's always family members. But have you ever like been in a situation where it's um, where somebody is like describing to you a ghost, but the ghost is more like of a modern nice yeah, but person. It's, see, it's different because what I experience isn't like I don't see people like you do. Like I hear things like I'll hear voices and I experience mm-hmm. things, but it's not like I don't see like I can't tell if it's like someone from the 1800s or now. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, so see, there is a story uh, from I don't know if I told this story during the Art Bell tribute, uh-huh. but it was uh a friend of mine wa- was living in this building, and uh, oh, I don't want to get too personal because I don't want to like cause any trouble. All right, let's just say that the person that owned this building, mm-hmm. their daughter was involved in a very historic accident. Okay, and a lot of her and his daughter, a lot of her uh, belongings were still in the building. Okay, and a lot of her artwork. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time in particular, uh, when I was at his uh, apartment, I saw a piece of the girl's artwork, and it was a sculpture of her head. But when I saw it, it was not a sculpture. It was the girl's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fast forward a bit here. Uh, I was always a little scared of, of his servant steps, but I, I have a thing about servant steps, but I won't get into that right now. I'll get, I'll get right to the cool part of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my friend was a big pessimist, a, a big non-believer. He was the member of our ghost hunting crew that we brought along just because he was that, because we wanted the contrast. Mm-hmm. We wanted someone telling us that we're full of shit whenever we see a ghost, and he yeah. was that guy. So he started on my digging up like stuff from the girl the started digging up the girl's belongings yeah like finding it and he, oh. he, he kept on finding her artwork and he thought that it would be kind of like you know a tribute or, or a nice thing to brush up her artwork and go over it again and make it look like it's new again mm-hmm. and whenever he would do that i would know what no i would know which one i would know automatically i would look at the painting or whatever and be like where did you get that 
and he'd be like, oh, it's a girl. So I'm like, stop doing that. So eventually what happens is he said one night he was up late. He was studying or writing a paper or something. It was like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And he said that this girl came into his room. And they started I bet ha- she did because he kept digging up her paintings. And he said, "Stop doing it." And he said that he, he was a bit disorientated. He, you know, he had disorientated. A little, he, he, I he, love that you always say that. Uh, you stop making fun of me. All right, he was a bit flabbergasted. How about I use that flabbergasted. instead? Flabbergasted. Flabbergasted. He was a little drunk. He was and gassy. He was a little <laughs> drunk and high. Okay, are you are you satisfied? All right. He had some beer. He had some weed. There you go. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he said that there was this girl in his room, and they were having a conversation, and that she was a really cool girl. And then he said that he turned his head, and she was gone. Hmm. Well, that happens when you get drunk and high. Can I? That actually just triggered something. Back when I was like 22, 22, 23, uh, this was when I was down in the city. And um, mm-hmm. we went out one night, and I, um, I won't say names, but people I was with, um, one of the persons, uh, the, the uh, wow, okay. Um, the apartment that we were staying at that night was actually the vacated uh, apartment of this person's grandparent, uh, grandmother who had just died like about two months prior, three mm. months prior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like a studio in Manhattan. It was like a fucking sprawling, like, I, you know. Yeah. Um, Servant steps. No. Uh, I was st- I was actually staying in the one of the rooms, uh, one of the guest best rooms, and uh, um, it was like about five, six bedrooms in this apartment, quote unquote apartment. Yeah. Um, it pretty much took up a whole fucking floor. It was really, really nice. It was like, but it had like 60s and 70s decor, like yeah. furniture. And this was like 2007, 2008. Yeah. But 2000, maybe between 2006 and 2008. I can't really remember. Yeah. Because um, anyway, um, I remember having a conversation. I mean, I was so drunk that, you know, it was like about four o'clock, 3.30 in the, in the morning. We got gotten back and everybody was, I thought somebody was in the room with me. I thought my friends were with me in the room, but I was having a conversation with somebody with this older person that I thought was just there. Uh, yeah. And not even just that I thought was there. I was having a full-blown conversation, but I was teetering on being drunk, like blacked out drunk and just like that fine line of falling off of a you know, clothesline. Mm. Um, and I had like, uh, my friends came in later that morning when we all woke up and they were like, who the fuck were you talking to? You were talking to somebody for like 45, 55 minutes and you kept like, and it was like, I was talking to this, this, this older lady, the one that lives here. And I didn't realize <laughs> but before that, I didn't realize that the grandmother had died and everything like that. Oh just yeah. Later on, I was told that, you know, no, this has been, this is, this is just just here. Our family has it. And we own it. We're just not haven't figured out what we're gonna do with and sell out the assets or anything like that. Yeah, but it was creepy because I don't remember really the contextual or anything like that. I just remember laying on the bed and they were like sitting on a chair across the room, mm-hmm. and we were like having like a go a back and forth, and that was really creepy. That just when you were saying what you were saying prior of having a yeah. conversation, it was just like holy yeah. shit. Yeah, I had that yeah. too. Like. But Gorman friend, he was just there and they were having a back and forth. And uh, he said something along the lines of he told the girl, hey, wait a second, I'm just going to go and get a drink. And he th- th- at that point, he turned away from her. And when he went back to see if she acknowledged what he had just said, she was gone. That's creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. 
So, See, I've had that happen to me, like not drunk or high, like sober, where I've legitimately heard and started to talk to something, and my cousin's standing with me, like, "Who, who are you talking to?" You know, and it's like a legitimate family member's voice that I hear, and I'm like talking to them, and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "What the right?" <laughs> and they're not, <laughs> you know. Um, two, I think it was two days before. Sorry, two days after my dad died, uh, my brother, my oldest brother, finally got home. He wasn't there for uh, when he passed, but. Uh, we were in the living room. We were all talking, and all of a sudden, he gets. I, I from what I believe, from what I believe, from what I remember, mm-hmm. um, I think he got a little bit emotional. And somebody said, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I just heard Dad say something to me, like mm. full sentence." And I don't know if he told us what he said or not, but it's creepy like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, I mean, people could say, oh, that was just his subconscious, you know, chiming in, or that was his own voice disguised. But that's know. what I'm saying. People will always try to debunk stuff, you know? Yeah. But I, I, it's good to have those debunkers around because... Like devil's advocate. Yeah. And it makes you question things. It makes you a little less scared, yeah. too. But nonetheless, no matter how much you try to debunk, like, like there are shared... like. Like I said, mentioned earlier, and I know I talked about in the last episode, you know, when my great, when my uncle passed away, literally a week before, my cousin and I saw a guy in white walk all the way up the road to the point where we jumped out of the river, ran up to the farmhouse, and we're like, where'd that guy go? Yeah, that's creepy. You know, so you have shared experiences like that where I no matter- stories that involve jumping out of the river and running <laughs> up to the farmhouse. <laughs> well, it's like no matter how much, you know, you can debunk, there's some stuff you just can't explain. You know, yeah. like that's that came from a place where there isn't trauma. We weren't drunk or high. There's no, you know, right. like, why did we see that? Yeah. And two of us saw it. And that was like, you know the what thing, I mean? Like when me and my brother were at that, I talked about it last, the last show, we were at the, uh, in Stillwater, uh, by the waterfalls. And like, there was this guy that was walking in the water, but there was no sound, no puddle. I remember you saying that, yeah. No ripples in it. And we were like, and, and in the span of like two, two three seconds of crawling around a tree, you know, from down this path, uh, it wasn't like a man-made path or anything like that. It's just gone. Yeah. Like, no running, no sound, no nothing. Yeah. And we both saw it and both experienced yeah. it. That's creepy as shit. You, your, your town, Stillwater, is kind of creepy, I would have to say, because... and It's in the crux of the Saratoga battlefield, because yeah. they were... I can't... It's not yeah. like, we're I, all meeting here. <laughs> I can't right. really go to the Saratoga battlefield... Because like people have like dr- driven me through it. We yeah. should go to the fair. And, and it's just the feeling I get sometimes. And there's one house in particular where the feeling I, I get becomes too overwhelming. Yeah. To to the point where I can't like really function. Yeah. We, uh, there's a block, the block house. The uh, I, I think it's I don't know if it's the Skyler Skyler block. I don't know whatever. Um, there's uh, the block house that was on the battlefield that they moved into the middle of Stillwater, which mm. would be kind of cool to go to take a look at. So w- what I gather from this episode is that the, the Art Bell episode and this episode is kind of like the buildup to when are Dan, Tatiana, and Johnny going to go on a ghost hunt? Huh? So I have an idea, but I can't talk about it on air right now. We're going to okay. talk about it afterwards. Well, so you just have to stay tuned. We have... Five minutes left real quick. So closing statements about our ghost episode right now, guys, anything? Keep listening because we're going to have a good episode coming up. Yep. That's right. And millennials don't know shit about ghost hunting. (laughs) This is Generation X Files. Ah!